celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty then, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the 6th day of February 2022. That is 2-6-2022. That's your date. We welcome you to the show. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world. And a pretty big sports weekend capital of the world here in Las Vegas. Through the studios and over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM. We welcome you to the show. Beautiful day here. 46 degrees right now outside. About 9, 10 degrees uh, warmer than it was yesterday at this time. 46 degrees. It's going to get up to 68 today. 68 degrees on the 6th day of February here in Las Vegas. We are living large. No wind either. Sun, shiny sky, blue, ground dry. So we welcome you to the show. Okay, so we had the uh, NHA All-Star, NHL All-Star game yesterday. Blockbuster here in town. Today, the NFL will conduct the Pro Bowl at our Raiders Allegiant Stadium here in Las Vegas. And Garth Brooks is playing on the strip as well. So we got a lot of great stuff going on here in Vegas. And the weather is just great. Now, the weather across the country where everybody else, not only across the country, across the world listen to us. On all of the different uh, platforms and streaming that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. I got all the dots. I know I'm paying for them. And, of course, uh, your devices. They still call them phone apps, but they're device apps. Your smartphones. I mean, how many people really use that thing to call people anymore, right? It's all texting and all that good stuff. So you can get the phone apps. The app that you put on your uh, phone at your store, the KSHP radio station phone app, KSHP phone app, so you can hear us now and listen to all of the great sports programming, especially next week leading up to the Super Bowl right here on our station and on the streaming, on your iPhones and your Androids. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasting, we are there as well. And we thank you all for listening to us no matter how you get us, whenever you get us. That's for sure. So we welcome you to the show. Okay, we got a week uh, to go to the Super Bowl. we got the Pro Bowl going on today. But the Super Bowl, everybody is, you know, i got to tell you, all uh, the most of the sports books in this town are just burning up trees like no matter because they are handing out their packets, sheets, their packets of all of the Super Bowl props. Uh, the one I got in my hand right now comes from the South Point, and I got to tell you, it's at least uh, maybe 15 pages and printed on both sides. <laughs> I mean, everything possible from the coin flip on out, you can play in the uh, prop sheets. Or if you want to just play vanilla, the Rams are four and a half point favorite right now. But uh, it's uh, those prop bets are getting more popular every year. The Sharpies out there are really jumping on to the, uh, especially the ones with the players with uh, how many yards they're going to have and all that stuff. And then the the regular folks, guys like me just looking for a longer price, get to play all these funny-looking ones. 
So anyhow, we're going to have a, a great time through the, this week leading up to the Super Bowl and today the Pro Bowl here. And, of course, in our race books, some great racing going on as well. It's a good time to be here, that's for sure. All right, so what happened yesterday? Well, we you know, we got to remember that it's now just 90 and, uh, and 90, 9-0, just 90 days to go to the uh, Kentucky Derby. And we're still waiting for the uh, Medina Spirit uh, last year derby situation to be cleared up. I don't know what it'll ever be. In any case, yesterday they held uh, two races that had 10 leaderboard points for the uh, Kentucky Derby. Did I? All right, I'll say it. Beautiful weather across the country, up and down the Pacific Coast. Atlantic Coast, some action going on in the very northern part of Florida, everything else offshore, etc. In the north, just a lot of snow dots here and there, and of course, uh, freezing weather in some places. Like, for example, New York, it's sunny and 21 degrees. Okay? Now I did all that? All right. Now, yesterday, uh, two races had 10 points for the leaderboard. Uh, in the uh, for the Kentucky Derby, and of course the main one was the Holy Bull at Gulfstream Park, part of the Florida Derby series. And in the Holy Bull, at a mile and sixteenth on the main, uh, you had our handicappers. I mean, we're picking all over the place. Rich Ang had uh, Moondoggle, John Lindo liked Simplification, Jerry J liked uh, uh, Tis the Bomb, Jonathan Ardoon on Friday. Gave us Cajun magic. None of them won. It was a nice gray horse called White Abario that defeated Simplification in the Holy Bull. All right, so he missed a couple of scheduled workouts, this horse did, after getting six, and he uh, readied his three-year-old debut, but he didn't miss a beat on the racetrack yesterday. White Abario wins the Holy Bull coming from off the pace and pulling away, really, in the stretch. Tyler Gaffleone's third win of the day. Gaffleone won two stakes races, including the Holy Bull yesterday. White Abario, trained by jo- uh, Safi Joseph Jr., from post eight, wins the mile and 116th Holy Bull. And he's a son of a horse called Race Day. Remember yesterday we were kidding around with the Rich Ang? He said, did you see the sire of this horse, Race Day? Well, Race Day's offspring one, White Abario, wins the Holy Bull and gets 10 points. Fast track, 142.880 uh, one-hundredths. Paid 14 bucks to win. Simplification was second. Mo Donegal was third. But White Alvarado... Uh, White Abario, White Abario wins the Holy Bull yesterday. Gets 10 points on the leaderboard. He joins a bunch of other horses in fifth place. Along with Rattle and Roll, it has 10. All right, now we go to the other race that had 10 points on the leaderboard, and that was Aqueduct. Uh, Aqueduct had the Wither Stakes. This is part of the Wood Memorial Series for three-year-olds in New York. And the grade three withers at a mile and one-eighth, one circumference around the aqueduct mile-eighth track. This one was won by the favorite, early voting. Early voting got the uh, got the win in the withers, $4.60 for the win, outrunning Un Ojo, a huge long shot, Un Ojo, and Gilded Age finished third. And so early voting giving Jose Ortiz his second win of the day. Also has 10 points and uh, joins White, Abario, Rattle and Roll, and a whole bunch of the others at 10. On the leaderboard still is uh, Papa Cap and Epicenter. They both have 14. White, Abario, I should say, I uh, mistakenly said he joins the others with 10. He fin- he's in uh, the second echelon with Mo Donegal. Although Mo Donegal did not win, he got some points before that, finishing third yesterday. So White Abario and Mo Donegal now at uh, 12 leaderboard points. 
and rattle and roll, and of course, uh, early voting there with 10 and a whole bunch of others. White Labario now third. Well, actually, tied for second. Tied for first is Papa Cap and Epicenter, but it's all going to change. And today, the one race that holds uh, leaderboard points at Santa Anita is the Robert Lewis. The Robert Lewis, part of the Santa Anita Derby series of races, goes today at Santa Anita and has 10 points for the winner there. So that's what's going on on the Derby pitcher with 90 days to go. All right, other, uh, they had five stakes races yesterday, Gulfstream. The other stakes winners uh, in the uh, Swale Stakes, the winner there was My Prankster, Luis Saez, $4 even, outrunning Dean Delivers and Of a Revolution. The Kitten's Joy on the Turf won by Grand Sonata with Tyler Gaffley on 1360. Royal Spirit finished second, Coinage was third. Jerry Jay's play was in this race. He had Royal Spirit as his key horse, but Grand Sonata was a link-up, and you know what they say, you know what he says. The key horse and link-ups and reverse, so we'll give him the reverse. Link-up horse beat his uh, primary horse. That reverse $2 exacta paid $60.40. Coinage finished third in the Kitten Joy. In the forward gal for three-year-old fillies, aspiring to get to the uh, the uh, Oaks. Girl with a Dream won that. Luis Saez aboard, 1280, outrunning Radio Days and uh, Last Leaf. And that was uh, Saez's second stakes win of the day. And then Saez won his third stakes of the day in the sweetest chant on the turf for three-year-old fillies with Apolina. Apolina paid 1060. Outrunning Abitius and Miss Uella. Big day of racing yesterday. Saez winning three stakes races. Gaffleon winning three races, two stakes, but the main event with Hol- and the Holy Bull with White a burial. Got it. You know, I was talking. To, we were talking about how these pick fours and pick fives huge differences. Like, for example, Gulfstream yesterday first race paid fifteen forty. Then you had six sixty seven forty eight dollars and four dollars even. So that fifteen forty winner in the first race produced a thirteen hundred and forty four dollar difference in payoffs from the pick four to the pick five. But just that fifteen dollar horse in the first. The pick four paid two eighty eight twenty, the pick five paid sixteen hundred thirty two dollars and ninety five cents. Pays to get in that pick five pool. That wasn't the largest pick five of the day at Gulfstream. Gulfstream's the last pick five. With winners of twelve eighty nine forty ten sixty fourteen even and thirteen sixty, that thing paid five thousand four twenty eight twenty, and the pick six yesterday, for those two dimes, ten thousand one ninety nine twenty. But there were more than one winner, so today, at Gulfstream Park, they'll guarantee a single six winner if there's one single pick six winner in the jackpot of four hundred thousand. That's not. That's not. Uh, the cash in there, but that's what they're going to guarantee. All right. Aqueduct, Eric Cancel, Jose Ortiz, Jose Lascano all had two wins apiece. The toboggan was won by Drafted with uh, Jose aboard. And that winner, uh, to the toboggan winner, Drafted paid 1580 outrunning Repo Rocks and Happy Medium. That was the undercard stakes race yesterday at Aqueduct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Santa Anita yesterday, three stakes races. The early stakes race, first race on the card, the Thunder Road won by Count again. Flavian Pratt just getting up to win. And, boy, I'll tell you, this guy rides in a zone sometimes. It was his ride that made the difference in the Thunder Road. Count again gets up to win, 760, outrunning Subconscious, who looked like a winner until the very end. Ready Soul was third in the opener, the Thunder Road. And then in the Santa Monica for uh, four-year-olds going seven furlongs, CC was the prohibitive, the prohibitive one-to-two favorite in the race. But the winner was Merneath. Merneath took the lead in the seven furlong race under Edwin Maldonado and never gave up the lead. CC loomed up. 
but couldn't finish off the job. Merneath wins. Maldonado aboard 760, a Baffert trainee. CC was second. Calypso, the other Baffert horse, finished third in the Santa Monica. Merneath wins gate to wire. And then your San Pasquale yesterday for the uh, horses, the older division, going for the Sanita Handicap. Express train. Monster win here. Oof. This was a, a kind, this race was really conducted kind of weird. But Express Train put him away. Victor Espinosa board 520 is the favorite outrunning law professor in eight rings. Big win by uh, Express Train yesterday at Santa Anita and the San Pasquale. And uh, at Delta Downs, they had all those Louisiana-bred Premier Day stakes races. The uh, big race, the Premier Championship, won by Lang's Day. 540 is the favorite. Outrunning Speak to Me of Love and Jimmy's a star. All right, so that's uh, that's about all we can do for that. Now we're going to go ahead and get started with our first break because when we come back, we'll have your twin cue, your racing menu. We got Jonathan Hardoon's picks for today. Rich Eng's going to join us again. John Lindo, Jerry J. You know the deal. Good stuff. And by the way, the only cancellation we have on the card today is the extension of Oaklawn Park that canceled the entire weekend a couple of, well, midweek. So Oaklawn's not running, but everybody else is. We'll be back right after this. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty and we're back on race day las vegas why don't i remind everybody that um again oaklawn uh, park has been canceled and so we'll get raced, uh, right to your racing menu for today. That's what we're going to do. All righty. So we will get started now. Reminding you that the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day uh, reflect the uh, start times in the Pacific time zone. The Pacific time zone because we're here in Las Vegas where we emanate and originate all the race day shows from these studios over the airwaves. Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. So these will be the first post times to roll out in our books on a beautiful, beautiful February 6th morning. If you're listening anywhere else besides Sports Talk 1400 here in Vegas, like uh, all of our websites and all of the phone apps and all of the podcasting, however, wherever, whenever, do remember that uh, the uh, first post times we broadcast on this show reflect that of the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, then adjust to it. So you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okie dokie. All right. You ready? All right. Here we go. We're going to start off with Tampa Bay Downs. Boy, they have a big pick five payoff yesterday, Tampa Bay. 50 cent pick five, 169,625. Wow. 
Okay, pick four, 19,538. So they were chucking it out there yesterday. Cha-ching at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay today, however, has nine races. Their first post time is at 9.15, 9.15 at Tampa Bay. They say their pick six jackpot carry over $8,664. Okay, we'll go with that. Pick six jackpot carry over 8664 at Tampa Bay. And their first post time is set again at 9.15. Next comes Laurel Park. Uh, they canceled yesterday, but they're running today at Laurel. Eight races, first post time 9.25 at Laurel. And uh, Laurel Park uh, has no carryovers today. How about that? Okay, Laurel Park. Eight races, 9.25 first post. All right, Gulfstream Park. Well, we know there's a carryover there in the Pick 6 jackpot. The actual cash in the Pick 6 jackpot carryover is $229,857. However, if you have... If you are the only single ticket winner in the jackpot, the jackpot will guarantee a single tick winner, ticket winner to $400,000, grand, if you're the only single winner. But the actual jackpot cash carryover, $229,857 at Gulfstream today. All right? First post time, Gulfstream, 930 for their 11 races. Aqueduct, the big A in New York, where they say it's sunny, 21 degrees. Track is labeled good. All right, and a uh, first post time at Aqueduct today is at 9.50. A couple of nice stakes races. The Jimmy Winkfield, rescheduled from a cancellation. The Jimmy Winkfield goes as the fourth on the card, $100,000, seven for a long event for three-year-olds. Five go to the post in this one. The uh, favoritism will be between a horse called Life is Great. Do not confuse it with Life is Good. Life is Great at 8 to 5 and Morello at 9 to 5 in the five-horse field in the Jimmy Wakefield. Fourth race on the card. The eighth race will be the Ruthless. Three-year-old Phillies going seven furlongs, and in this race, seven go to the post. Five to two favorite there, Shotgun Hottie. We will be rooting for Champagne Poetry at three to one on the morning line. That's uh, Jonathan Hardoon's uh, connections there in the Ruthless today, the eighth race on the card. So we have nine races today and a first post time of 9.50 at the Big A. Fairgrounds is next. They have nine races at the Fairgrounds, and their first post time is 11.05, 11.05 at the Fairgrounds. Next comes Sunland Park. Sunland Park has nine races today. The first five are quarter horses, the last four are thoroughbreds, and the $100,000 La Caneja stakes for thoroughbreds is the eighth on the card, six furlongs, fillies and mares. Four-year-olds and up, a field of ten. And the favorite there, two-to-one, is slammed. Okay? Uh, and uh, that's the first post time there at Sunland Park. First post time, 11.25. Then we go to Santa Anita, the great race place. Santa Anita, nine races. Couple of stakes races today. The $100,000 grade three Las Vir Virginis. The Las Virginis is uh, the third race on the card. One mile for three-year-old fillies. Five go to the post. A short, compact, but competitive field. The six-to-five favorite there is Adair Manor with uh, John Velasquez. Nine-to-five is Ida, John Hernandez. Guess who trains both of those? In any case, that's uh, the third. The $200,000 grade three Robert B. Lewis stakes is the eighth race on the card at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds. 10 Kentucky Derby leaderboard points on the line unless Bob Baffert wins it. We all know about that deal. And Baffert's surrounding it with the favorite. Messier is the 6-5 to five favorite. John Velasquez aboard to win the Robert B. Lewis in the five-horse field. Nine races overall at San Anita. First post time is 12.30. And their pick six jackpot carryover at San Anita stands at $403,050. $403,050 and a first post time of 12.30 at uh, Santa Anita. Next comes Golden Gate. Now Golden Gate in uh, Northern California, they've got a pick six jackpot carryover of 57,764. They've got nine races, a first post time of 12.45 at Golden Gate. And again, pick six jackpot, 57,000. 764 at Golden Gate. They also have a super high five carry over there as well, $3,638. All 
We wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Al's got 10 races tonight. You got three thoroughbred races, first three on the card. You got a couple of mixed breed races. That's the second two on the card. And then when they're done with those five, the last five of the 10 races today will be quarter horse trials for three-year-olds at 350 yards. So you got the quarter horse trials, two mixed, three thoroughbreds, 10 races overall, Los Al. And they'll seed the pick six tonight with 10 grand. $10,000 sitting in the pick six pool already. It's not a jackpot. It's a regular pick six. They seed it with 10 grand on Sundays. They do that today. First post time at Los Al is at 530. Okay. All right. Time to get started uh, with uh, our guys and all that good stuff. Coming up next, your twin Q. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. But up, up. I love that music. Tap your feet and all that good stuff. All right. The Twin Q yesterday, yesterday at Station Casinos, the Twin Q was ten grand. They put $10,000 up in the Twin Q yesterday. Featured a couple of races at Santa Anita. The seventh race at Santa Anita yesterday where the winner paid $9 even. Then the second place horse paid fifteen forty. Then the second half of the Twin Q is the ninth race at Santa Anita, where the winner paid seventeen sixty, and the second horse paid three forty. So maybe, maybe, no. Nah. Okay, the winning numbers yesterday: four, eight, and three, four. Six winning tickets in the Twin Q yesterday. One thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars and sixty-five cents each was the payoff yesterday. Mm. All right, today, the Twin Q, $5,000. You can play this only at the station casinos. Features uh, two different racetracks, so you got to puzzle it, one race at each track. So for $5,000, the first of the two-race puzzle in the Twin Q today on this Sunday is the 11th race at Gulfstream Park. Now, I want to remind you that they're off the turf today at Gulfstream. That affects only two races on the card, the 4th and the 11th race. All right? Uh, in the 11th race, on the turf, for three-year-olds, maiden claimers, there were 10 that were entered. You have three scratches. Ding, 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 ding. So unless they're going to change the races in the twin queue, It'll sit on the sidelines today because of late scratches. Numbers 2, 6, and 9 were late scratches in the 10-horse field in the 11th at Gulfstream, changed from the turf to the all-weather taffeta footing, leaving just 7 to go in the 11th. The second half was no problem. The 8th race at the fairgrounds, a mile on the turf, overflow field there. So that's what you got. That's what happened in the twin queue for today. Sorry about that. Just uh, just the messenger. All right, now we're going to go to Rich Ang. Standing by, Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Yeah, kind of shame that they, the turf race, uh, you know, and it looked, uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking at um, at Gulfstream, and, uh, you know, the track's fast, fair weather, temperature 75 degrees, but they're off the turf in the two races, so. 
Don't know and what I to guess, say. You know, that's one of the reasons they built that uh, to be the surface is that when the races come off the grass, the idea is to try to limit the number of scratches. And I know with the year-round racing at Gulfstream, they're trying to protect the turf course for not uh, tomorrow or next week, but for you know six months, nine months down the line because they, they run on the turf all year long. Yeah, well, it's seven in the twin queue. It ain't going to work. But here's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, that was the philosophy, right? So you, you figure, okay, it's on turf all weather. Uh, but yet there were three trainers that didn't think their horses would run good on the all weather. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they they have their individual uh, ideas about it. and You know, you can't control that. But, you know, the intent, uh, the intent was to try to yeah. keep the fields intact. Yeah. And for the most part, when you're handicapping races in the early days, everybody, and, and, and to an extent today, too, although we have, now, past performances and some data on horses running on on the uh, synthetic tracks, but uh, in the early days, you said, "Well, if the horse likes the turf, he'll like the synthetic track." So, so be it. That's it. So much for that. Um, well, you finished second yesterday at Gulfstream uh, with uh, finished third. I mean, with uh, Mo Donegal. Mo Donegal got third there. He got out a little bit late. He got it started a little bit late in the Holy Bull, but by that time, uh, White Barrio was gone. Yeah, you know, he ran kind of green, Ralph, because, yeah. you know, he, he got the trip that I thought he was going to get. And when, uh, uh, I forget who the jockey was at Sai is, but then, you know, when he pulled, when he pushed the button, the horse, like, didn't want to go. And then all of a sudden, like, around the uh, furlong pole, the horse just took off mm-hmm. and almost got second. And, uh, you know, he, he's still green. These are all, you know, a lot of these three-year-olds are babies. You only yeah. had one, two, three races. And they're still not only maturing physically, but they're also growing mentally. So, you know, uh, I, I thought it was actually an okay effort, and it's the kind of horse I would like moving forward still. Uh, Irad uh, Jr. rode that horse, uh, Mo Donovan. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. a point well taken, that's for sure. Well, today we got the uh, Bob Lewis, and, you know, I mean, really, this race does hold 10 points uh, for the uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard, and I know 10 points is not – exorbitant right now but still all in all that Bafford thing is hanging over and you got Bafford with uh you know uh two horses in a five horse field and the morning line favorite Messier is one of them the other one is Wharton who has a decent chance of winning this race and so um you know so it goes I guess uh right now the the 10 points is not as big as uh, when we get to the 50s and the 100s that's for sure and we'll wait and see what happens and we all know that uh the juvenile winner is uh, still uh, on the farm, and, and they don't know what they're going to do with the. Their, I guess uh, with the connections they're doing, they're hoping that um, that horse gets uh, the 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 thing with Baffert gets resolved one way or the other before they have to make a decision with him. Yeah, you would think at some point there's going to be a hard deadline, not a soft deadline, but a hard deadline. And to me, that's when the uh, key prep races turn to fifty points to the winner. Because now, if you can win one of those, uh, you got a pretty good shot of making a field, you know, with yeah. 50 points. And, you know, between Baffert and his owners, they have to decide going into those races, you know, uh, what's going to happen. Because if, if a Baffert horse wins and is not counted, the points are not counted toward yeah. the Derby, then the owner has to be the one who accept, accepts the. Uh, the consequences of that. So, well, the uh, first going to be a hard deadline. The first fifty is the Risen Star on February nineteenth, and uh, the Rebel on February twenty-sixth is a fifty. Then you got to wait until March fifth until Gulfstream uh, hosts the Fountain of Youth, and then the fifties and the hundreds come into play. So Corniche has uh, the connections of Corniche have time, that's for sure. He'll they'll probably more likely than not almost automatic to accept the Eclipse Award for the two-year-old champion of last year with the win in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. So we'll wait and see about that. Let's just get this thing shook out. But there's another dynamic to this. If Baffert keeps winning these races with the 10s and maybe even the 20s and the horses are not allotted those points, somewhere along the line, um, even if the horses leave his barn to try to get the 50s and the 100s, I think that the cutoff point for the 20-horse field may be a little uh, less than it normally is because the 10s aren't going to be in there. That's an interesting analysis and uh, actually mathematically makes sense because excuse me, because the 10 points are not going to another horse. Yeah. <laughs> They're going into outer space or whatever, into the ozone layer. But, uh, yeah, so, so the minimum could actually be a hair lower 
And then when these Baffert horses, if they have to transfer to another barn to try to make the Kentucky Derby, are all starting from zero. Yep. Yep. No doubt about that. All righty. So today, though, uh, I guess uh, we have to deal with another uh, Baffert uh, dynamic with the uh, six to five favorite Messier and the uh, Bob Lewis. And we can have our own um, Kentucky Derby prep by betting the late pick five or whatever. <laughs> we've, we've always got our own handicap, a personal handicapping tournament on a daily basis. That's absolutely correct. All right, uh, Richie, uh, your selections uh, for uh, Santa Anita today for all nine races available right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com and hit uh, Richie's icon, and you will get it. And uh, Richie will uh, take a selection off of your uh, your sheet for uh, the Race Day listeners today. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at a horse that kind of looks really ugly on paper, but mm-hmm. you take a look at the class drop, it's almost like now or never for this horse. But in the fourth race, Ralph, mm-hmm. seven furlongs, maiden claiming 20. This is the bottom of the barrel in Southern California. Mm-hmm. But the number two horse, party of 16, is dropping from two maiden special races down to 20,000. Val Brinkeroff is the trainer, and uh, the, the go-to rider for this barn has been Tyler Bays, and that's yeah. who picks up the mount today. Blinkers off, and uh, this is a, a big class drop. The dirt race uh, in the debut is actually not too bad, even though the horse was 44 to 1. This horse uh, had a chance to split the field, but uh, some late energy. So let's go. Yeah. 25 win place, two for the ROI. Number two, party of 16. Race four, Santa Anita. Fourth race, Santa Anita. Number two, Party of 16 is the name of the horse. The number is two, and the race is four. Fourth race, the two horse. Rich Ang's play for the race day listeners. $2 ROI, two to win on the two, and the $50 stipend will give you a 25 to win and place on number two in the fourth. Tip of the iceberg. Get the rest right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. I know that you will be enjoying the uh, Pro Bowl along with some racing today as well, Rich. <laughs> I'm not betting the Pro Bowl. Believe no, me. Not betting. no, no, no. But, uh, does anybody bet that thing? If you're going to bet it, you got to bet it over, don't you? I was going to say they bet the over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, John. Good luck, all righty, when we come back, we got John and Jerry, and I'm going to give you Jonathan's uh, selections after the break as well. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Back on race day for this Sunday. Uh, now I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's plays for you. Because remember, Jonathan um, is not with us on the weekend, but he does uh, text us uh, selections. So here's Jonathan. He's got two selections. One at San Anita and one at uh, Gulfstream. We'll go to San Anita first. At San Anita... Uh, you got to go to the ninth and final race. It'll be the last race on the weekend at the racetrack on the West Coast. So uh, you can get get us out uh, for a nice Sunday dinner with this one. In the ninth race at Santa Anita, Jonathan likes number six, Teton Valley. Number six, Teton Valley. Tyler Bay's aboard on this one as well. Ninth race, the sixth horse at Santa Anita is Jonathan Hardoon's play for the race day listeners, the ninth race, number six. And then at Gulfstream Park, we go to the ninth race there at Gulfstream. And in the ninth race at Gulfstream, uh, Jonathan's selection is number 10, Discreet Tune, with Luis Saez aboard. Discreet Tune, 9-2 to two on the morning line. Ninth race, now on the all-weather. But when we checked the scratches just moments ago, he's still in. So in the ninth race, on the all-weather now at five furlongs, number 10, Discreet Tune, Jonathan Hardoon's played the 10 in the ninth. Now, Jonathan has complete... 
handicapping sheets for Santa Anita, Gulfstream, and at Aqueduct today. Just go to his website and get it there. Okay. Now I'm going to bring in uh, John Lindo. Good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. First, uh, before we get started with uh, two subject matters, before we get your selections, one is uh, we want to um, pay respects and homage to a great sports writer, Billy Reed. Who, he is the guy who chronicled all the Kentucky Derbies for decades. Passed away at 78, William Billy Reed. Uh, sports journalists included high-profile coverage of the Derby, other major racing events. He died in Louisville, Kentucky, in a hospital after suffering uh, from liver disease and other ailments. He was 78, and what a writer. What a, what a, what a absolute um, gem he was for racing. You know, Billy Reed was a, a great writer, Ralph, and he was he was even even better interviewer. He he he, he listened, You know, not only did he have the guests on that you wanted to hear, but he did his homework and he asked the right questions. And you know, when, you know, when we do these things, our yeah. our job is to draw some information to the public that people don't know. Right. And that's what he did, and he helped a lot of guys learn how to do this business the right way. Uh, he was a good guy. We're going to miss him. Definitely, we will miss him, and our thoughts and prayers. And our condolences go out to his family, that's for sure. Billy Reed gone at 78. Now, the Twitter world was just ignited yesterday after the third race at Santa Anita where Bob Baffert had a one-to-five shot in the race, Shaw's. And uh, this horse finished second to Disco Ball, who went wire-to-wire under Drayden Van Dyke. Disco Ball uh, came out a few stri- uh, came out a few paths uh, through the home stretch, but it never looked like Shaz was going to get to him. And then they disqualified him. Your opine. Yeah, well, my opinion and my opinion only. I, I thought it was a terrible call. Uh, you know, the criteria that that they use in California is did it cost the horse a chance at a better placing? Well, yes, Disco Ball came out several lanes, but the the second-place horse, like John Hardoon said, Chaz was leaning in the entire stretch run. Mm -hmm. He was never going by that horse. If I had any doubt that he might have had a chance to get by that horse, sure, you disqualify the the horse that finished first. He was never going by, Ralph. And, uh, you know, using the interpretations as they do in Southern California, I thought that was a terrible call. And, again, that's just my opinion. Other guys can have different well, opinions. You're welcome to them. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I thought it was awful. I'm sorry, my man, but you are in the uh, – everybody thought it was a bad call. I mean, it's – Well, not not the three stewards. It was a unanimous decision, I know. Which, which is incredible. Uh, what are they thinking? What are they doing? I mean, first of all, do they look at the odds board? Does that affect them? Secondly, you no. know, does the uh, trainer affect them? But third – uh, Disco Ball, yeah, I mean, uh, Shaz had, a, uh, you know, for a moment uh, come out and change paths a little, but he was never, never going to catch this horse. And like you yeah. said, the interpretation is, did it cost him a position? And it did not. No, absolutely not. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame Twitter World for, for blowing up. And, you know, guys going to say, oh, you know, they put Baffert up. He had nothing to do with that. Yeah. So that's not on him. It's yeah. just... Yeah, it, that's the stewards making a call on their judgment, and if that's their judgment, you know, I used to know when when things went to the steward stand what the rulings were going to be. Yeah. I have no clue anymore, Ralph. Absolutely none. And the key is what you said: unanimous. They all agreed. I mean, did they all? I mean, uh, let's send uh, let's send them to a, a eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the nicest thing you could do after some of the things that they were said on Twitter yesterday. Oh, and the owner of the uh, the horse that finished first and was disqualified, she had a lot of choice words for the uh, stewards on Twitter, that's for sure. Well, listen, Samantha Siegel and her family have supported yeah. California racing for 50 years. They sure uh, have. You know, she had a tough her horse, uh, Happy Medium, was nowhere in the toboggan earlier in the card as the one to five favorite at Aqueduct. Mm-hmm. She had a rough day, but still, uh, she's very fair. Uh, and, uh, you know, she sees things uh, the way a horse player sees things, and she obviously did not agree with the decision. Yeah, I don't blame her. That was something else. All right, now we get down to uh, performances on the racetrack. You got the uh, Holy Bull winner, White Abario, and you got the Withers winner, Early Voting. Any thoughts about them? Well, the early voting, I think, got a buyer number of 78. Oh. So the, it, the race did not look fast, and the number reflects that. 
uh, Wadabaro ran well, but I, I thought the horse that ran second that, that missed the break. He was—you could see him leaning back when the gates opened, and he got left the speed horse. And uh, to run second after that, I thought that horse ran pretty well, and I'm, I'm willing to give him another chance. And of course, that's a simplif- uh, simplification. The horse that you liked in the race, and it was duly noted by the track announcer. He said, uh, "You know, he said uh, simplification. Who's usually on the lead? You know, uh, got a bad break. I mean, the track announcer pegged that right off the bat." Yeah, I saw the break and said, "Oh no!" And uh, I gave him no chance. I was very surprised he ran second. He ran. A, he ran a good race. Yeah, he sure did. That's for sure. And today we got the Bob Lewis and uh, ten points that might be put on the shelf if uh, the favorite wins the race <laughs> in Messier, right? Yeah, uh, as long as he's trained by Bob Baffert, he won't be assigned any points. You've got uh, Messi and Warden, two of the five horses in the race trained by Baffert. So there's a 40% chance that uh, no points will be awarded to the winner today. Yep, that's for sure. Now, John, before we get to your selections for today, uh, tell everybody how, what the Linda Report is going to be doing next week now that Oaklawn should be back in business. Yeah, they drew entries yesterday for Friday, so they're planning uh, being back on 100% Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, both Oaklawn and Santa Anita, as usual, during the wintertime over at the South Point. Flightline does a workout this morning, huh? Yeah, I have not seen a time or anything yet. I'm, I'm working out of the house today, so mm-hmm. I don't have a report on that. We'll update that next week when we when we talk to you, but we can do that on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, if something uh, unforeseen happened, I'm sure it would be on Twitter by now. So all, uh, I'm sure he just went through his paces like a, like a horse that a cut of a cloth of his should do. And next to Sunday... Uh, because the Rams are in the Super Bowl, and they're playing the Super Bowl in L.A. Santa Anita was smart enough to get an early post time on Super Bowl day and get the, all the races over before all the activity starts in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, exactly. They go at 11 o'clock. I, I don't know if they'll have – I think in the in the past on Super Bowl Sunday they've gone to eight races to, so they can get done early so people can get home. I don't know how many races are scheduled for next Sunday, but look for the early post and – on Thursday night at Santa Anita, they'll have the Eclipse Awards dinner as well, where they'll announce the champions uh, from last year. So with the Super Bowl in town, a lot of stuff going on in the thoroughbred business, too. Yeah, and it'll be a typical awards dinner where the uh, some of the uh, people that uh, receive the award will have to get uh, the hook because they'll start <laughs> thanking everybody. As our friend John Asher said, the rubber chicken will be served. Yes, that's right. In any case, uh, time to get started with your selections at Santa Anita today available. At the South Point, free of charge, it's at the South Point today. The Lindell Report for all the races today at Santa Anita. Selections and uh, suggested late pick four and all the goody stuff at the bottom. So, uh, John, let's get started. Let's go to the fifth race today. An interesting horse, number two, Dark Marcus. This is from a barn that doesn't win very often in Southern California. It's the Jay Hernandez stable. And mm-hmm. uh, I was really impressed the way the horse moved up last time, switching to the grass on New Year's Day sprinting. Finished third, galloped out in front, adds Lasix today, stretches out around two turns. Uh, This horse is bred to run all day. And in a race where I don't trust the favorites, uh, horses like Four Flags and and Jack Sixpack and Erebus, uh, I think maybe this horse can make the last run. Uh, Again, the barn doesn't win often, so you need price. Seven to two is the morning line. That's the least I would take on this. But if they they overlook this horse, I I thought he ran well enough to win today. So number two, Dark Marcus, race number five, Santa Anita. All right, fifth race uh, anchors the pick five and uh, the early pick five and the early pick four in the fifth race, the two, Dark Marcus. John Lindo's play for the race day listeners, $2 ROI, two to win on the two in the fifth race. And, of course, get the rest of the Lindo report right now at the South Point. All I can say, John, is you got to. You got to get into those pick fives and try to hit that first race because the difference between the pick five and the pick four over four of the same five races is enormous. Uh, yesterday, the pick four at San Anita early one sixty-five, yet the pick five paid two thirty-six ninety. Aqueduct, the early uh, pick five paid fifteen hundred twenty-four dollars and fifty cents, and the pick four four of those five races paid two thirty-two. There's a difference of twelve hundred ninety-two dollars, and the first race winner only paid six dollars and fifty cents. And that's also the difference between a 15% takeout and yeah. a 23% takeout. Yeah. So, yes, that, we play that early pick five every day, Ralph. And that is a glaring, glaring difference, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, John. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jack, who is standing by. Jerry, I will hold your opinions for all of those races for the three-year-olds, including today's uh, Bob Lewis for Wednesday when you join us. But for right now, you can give me a quick thought. Because I, I don't want to rush you on the selections. I want to give you a quick thought on that disqualification in the uh, uh, third race yesterday at Sanita. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> you know, just 
I don't want to be too controversial. Okay, you want to be politically correct and duly noted. That's well, sure. yeah, I just want to be quiet. My wife tells me I have to learn to be quiet sometimes. Okay, well... You, she, she knows what she's talking you about. You reserve that uh, particular opinion a lot on the show, that's for sure. But in any case, a nice reverse uh, uh, play yesterday. That reverse exact at yesterday at Gulfstream paid $60.40 for two bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. We, you know, it would have paid 60 either way pretty much. Uh, I, I thought we were home. I really did. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things where our horse just had such a hard trip. Uh, pressing the pace and losing ground on both turns, yeah. and the other horse had such a perfect trip that we got nailed. That's it's just the the way it goes sometimes in horses. Yeah, races. well, just uh, you can be a little bit wrong and still cash, and that's what happened. Yeah, yesterday. we did beautifully. All right, minute and a half to give me two picks. Where are we going first? Okay, we'll go to the fourth race at uh, Gulfstream. We're off the turf on the all w- the AWT track. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a horse that's got. One of the best names I've ever heard of a horse. The horse is Jerry's Turn, the four horse, mm-hmm. twelve to one morning line with the jockey switch to Julian Le Parot. And um, I'm really liking the horse under the heading of small edges at big prices. I okay. like the four; it's just fine for me. I play the four with the three, six, seven, eight. Do reverses, probably press up a four, eight, eight, four. That's my star horse, the eight right. horse. I love the four horse. It, you know, big price today sure. in the fourth. All right, fourth race at uh, Gulfstream now on the all-weather track. The four is the key. Uh, the four over three, seven, eight. The six has been scratched, so the three over four, seven, eight, and reverse $2 ROI, two to win on the four. In the fourth at Gulfstream at a nice morning line number. Santa Anita. Let's go to the uh, fourth at Santa Anita. Number three, Prince Ziggy, uh, kind of pops out at me. Last race was uh, kind of a tough early, and uh, he ran pretty well. And going back to the dirt where I think he was a little happier. I'll take the three here, play the three with the five, six, seven, and eight. Do my reverses, but the three with Daisuke Fukumoto up. I love him. Yeah. All right, fourth, fourth race at San Anita. You like the three. The three is the key. Link-ups are five, six, seven, eight, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the three. Rich Ang came earlier in the day on the show with number two, party of six. Yeah, here's the Sirocco play for me. In the fourth race, I'll do the two, three, over two, three, five, six, seven, eight. And the two, three, exacta box, that's the Sirocco play. But your play is the three over five, six, seven, eight, and reverse. Don't forget, uh, the Twin Q is probably canceled today because of late scratches in one of those two races at Station Casinos. But what isn't a late scratch is the power pages that you can get for all of Santa Anita and all of Gulfstream Park today right now at the uh, Station Casinos, that's for sure. Little Pro Bowl action, a lot of horse race action, a couple of days off. We'll be back, God willing, Crick Don't Rise on Wednesday morning. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.